Hello and welcome in to Builder vs. Buyer, Episode 3. We're going to get into home building horror stories, allowances, and what you need to know. So, uh, the idea for this, I got a message from a home buyer this week just laying out some frustrations with the build um, and some personal information. Let me do this idea. I think we can do a recurring segment here, just home building horror stories. Um, send me a message, Burnham Design Co., that's B-I-R-N-A-M Design Co. on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, and just lay out what you what you have, what's been your frustrations, what's been tough through the building process. Um, and the goal here, and why I'd love to hear from you, the goal here, not to bash anyone. Um, I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name your builder, um, but really just to do an autopsy or postmortem on on the situation what can we do better what what can we look for um what can you do in the situation to to help out and really come to a good resolution um okay so this leads me to the horror story dun 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 um this couple building a custom home and in that custom home they had allowances for every portion of the build every every set of selections that they had to make um each time they came upon a selection they ended up spending a lot more than what was budgeted first they thought oh it's it's just cabinets we got a really nice cabinet we got exactly what we wanted that's that's okay we we're fine spending more in this area but then it kept happening the, the cabinets are over then the counters are over the flooring's over the shower doors are over um etc etc they they kept thinking to themselves we feel like the allowances we got in this build don't match the ultimate dollars we're spending on this build it doesn't match um the value we think should be in this house um which yeah is is always a tough one it can be very frustrating and um allowances are really they're there's a lot of gray area and most clients have no idea what any of those numbers mean. Um, even if you've remodeled before to, yeah, just throw a number out and an allowance. So, um, again, I'll, I'll just switch to advice here and start with the builder. Um, well, first let me, let me say this. So for those of you that don't know, an allowance is just a placeholder for funds to be used later. For example, um, the carpeting in your home. We're going to save X amount of dollars for carpeting. Once you make your selection, you'll go to the carpeting place, um, pick out your carpeting, whatever the number that comes to. If you're over or under, you'll then be credited or charged for that item. Um, typically, you see allowances with custom home builds. So typically, a custom home builder will have allowances for just about everything in the build. Um, you don't see them as often in production and semi-custom builds, but some builders use them. It's kind of a builder-to-builder -builder, um, thing, and depending on the area or feature that you have. Um, so I'm going to start my advice with builders. And I'd say two really major things I think could help your clients so much. And they're both, they both come back around setting expectations and just anchoring those allowance numbers to something real. Um, if you have a model home, which again, a lot of custom builders are smaller and may not operate out of a model, but if you're fortunate, fortunate enough to have a model home, um, get the numbers for your allowances, what you actually spent on your model home, put them on display somewhere in that house. Yes, you'll need caveats and disclaimers because pricing changes and we, we all know that and that that stuff happens but um you're all it 
it's ultimately a net positive. Just display the numbers. This is what we actually bought these counters for. This is if you're gonna offer your client an allowance, let them know what you yourself spent in allowances. Um, the second thing I'd encourage builders to do, and I was actually at a builder that did this, and it, I felt like it really helped, especially I was in the sales role at the time. Um, I felt like it really helped on the sales side is to get a real bid. Um, so before you sign contract, when you're bidding out the house, as the builder, um, get a hard bid for their plan, their layout. Um, and it might not be their selection, but at least you have a, a placeholder to set in their mind. This, this is the granite countertop we bid for your house. And that's what equates to this allowance number. And yes, clients will still have a hard time equating a selection to dollars. People don't usually know what is and is not more expensive and less expensive, but at least you have something concrete that you can come back to where the client looked at it and said, yes, I feel like that is something like what I was picturing in my house. Um, it, to take this to the next level, when getting a real bid, if you can have some information of things you know the client liked, if it's um, white cabinets, if you can get a bid on white cabinets and put it on the on the closing table and say, this is what we bid that equates to this allowance. Yes, you have the, you can select whatever you want down the road, but this is this is the actual thing that we picked out that, um, yeah, it, it could just help. Um, I think you guys get that one. Um, I would also say one other thing to builders is communicate the timeline, especially with custom homes, um, smaller shops, allowances. There's, there's a lot of things, and this client kind of described to me that the, the selections and the, and the timing and the schedule just kind of trickled to them through the building process. Um, and it can be frustrating because soon they found out, oh, if we don't make this selection like now, like tonight, this weekend, something is going to get delayed in ordering because the build process is waiting on us. I just encourage builders, have a printed schedule. Um, it doesn't need to have hard dates. You're not promising a closing, but this is about when the cabinets need to be selected. This is about when your flooring needs to be selected. This is about yada, yada. Um, just again, help set the expectation, help your clients through this process because they don't know. Um, yeah, that was it on the builder side. I'm sure there's more. If you guys have comments, um, things you've done in your businesses, please let me know. Buyers on the buyer side. Um, I would say a couple things. First, Get a couple bids before signing a contract. I'm not a huge fan of designing a custom home and bidding it out with a ton of builders and picking the lowest bid, um, but that's a totally different podcast. But I would say it's helpful in this scenario. Get a bid with a couple different builders that do allowances and just compare the numbers. Um, get, a, get a framework of where's the industry at with what the numbers they're offering you. Um, the second one can be tough, but extremely helpful. If you have a, a friend or a reference that the builder is giving you that built with this builder, um, ask them, ask them some candid questions. Hey, what did you guys actually spend in your allowances? And, and hopefully they will. I know it's a sensitive area when you're talking money, but um, hopefully they will be open with you and say, Hey, these are, these are the dollars that we used on our project. Um, again, to get, just get a framework for what do your allowance numbers mean? Um, and lastly, this touches back on the, the coordinator, uh, sorry, the schedule. The point is to get a coordinator or interior designer. 
Um, some builders provide, which is great. Some builders don't, which probably means you're working with a, a small builder, um, somebody that builds you know, five to 10 a year. And, and that's fine, but I would say if your builder is telling you, hey, I need flooring done by this date, you guys go select your flooring, I would strongly encourage you to get somebody that's um, been in the industry, a selection coordinator, hire an interior designer for the project, um, and just bring them along with you. There's so much that goes into selections. Um, it's really helpful to have someone there that both has an eye for it. Um, this tile color isn't going to draw well with the paint color you've selected. They're kind of fighting each other in tones, that kind of thing. But also to make sure you dot the I's and cross the T's on all the little stuff. Hey, we're selecting tile now. We also need to select a grout color. Um, the little stuff that just so you don't miss anything and your builder says, hey, your selections aren't complete. I still need this, this, and this. Um, yeah, it just can be can be really helpful. Um, this is a huge topic and we could, I could talk about this for days, uh, but um, we're getting close to 10 minutes here. So I just wanted to keep this one shorter and yeah, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you tuning in. And again, thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for our music.